Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, it's Friday, and you know what that means, it's my favorite day of the week. Welcome in, Matt Locke. So glad you're along for the ride making radio great again. Man, do I have a great show for you. It's the Friday Roundup. It's everything I couldn't get to during the week. And, you know, I I, I get, I'm always overprepared. I always bring more stories to the table than I need to fill an hour podcast. I get talking. I get off on a tangent. Like I've told you before, it takes me 20 minutes, you know, to clear my throat and to get a point out there. So there are many times during the week that I just shuffle papers. I shuffle stories to the back. Well, on Fridays, I'm going to hit everything I didn't get to during the week and a couple of the big stories that have happened today. So head over to at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. You can find me there. The cartoon. Tell Matt or the Matt Locke Show on Facebook. Go follow there. But more importantly, head to the MattLockShow.com. That's L-O-C-K-E. The MattLockShow.com. That's my website. You will find my social media. You'll find my links. And I'm going to tell you, if you click on that Verve Forever link, CBD oil. It's amazing. Help you sleep, help with inflammation, help with aches and pains, help with migraines, help with all kinds of different things. It's CBD oil. It's one of the best CBD oils produced in the country, and it can be yours. And, and, and they make it for humans, for dogs, free shipping for anything over $100 in the continental United States. If you use Verve 5.0, I found this out yesterday. Thank you, Pickled Squirrel. If you use Verve, V-E-R-V-E 5.0, and you're a first-time buyer of CBD oil from Verve Forever, you will get $50 or $50. You'll get 50% off your initial order. 50%. You'll get it for half price. What are you waiting for? That that offer is good through the end of August. So you got about another week. But if you head over to my website, thematlockshow.com, hit my Verve Forever link. If you use Verve 50, 50, you'll get 50% off today. CBD oil. They've got creams. I mean, it is amazing. It's an amazing company. Go check it out. The link is on my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. 
hit that Verve Forever link. Use Verve, V-E-R-V-E-5-0. You'll get 50% off you first-time buyers for this month of August. Do it now. All right. Lots to talk about here. I didn't know what I... <sighs> There's always so much going on. I never know where to start. But I'll tell you where I think I'm going to start. And I'm going to go to the Twitter of one President Donald Trump. Because I, I was reading this this morning. And I'm like, I like the premise of what Trump is trying to do. I just don't like the way he's saying it. I want you to listen to this. So Trump took to Twitter this morning, August 23rd, about 10 a.m. And he says, our country has lost stupidly trillions of dollars with China over many years. Now he's talking about what's happening is China slapped back this morning with tariffs. We've got us a little trade war going on. China's not very happy. China's economy is the worst it's been in 27 years. Trump has brought them to their knees, and the only thing they know is to hit back. So they're slapping back at America on about $75 billion worth of merchandise they are going to tariff. So Trump takes to Twitter and says, you know what? <laughs> Our country has lost trillions of dollars with China over the years. They have stolen our intellectual property at a rate of hundreds of billions of dollars a year, and they want to continue. I won't let that happen. We don't need China, and frankly, would be far better off without them. So far, so good. So far, I understand the frustration and what the president is trying to say here. He says the vast amounts of money made and stolen by China from the United States year after year for decades will and must stop. Our great American companies are hereby ordered to immediately start looking for alternatives to China. Now, that's where I wish President Trump would have picked his words more wisely. Because what does the left tell you about Trump? Trump's a dictator. Trump wants to rule the world. Trump wants to tell you what to do. Blah, 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 blah. You know, if Trump were a dictator, the people over at CNN wouldn't be hiring Andrew McCabe. We're going to talk about that next. But, you know, the opposition to President Trump would be in the gulags. They wouldn't be allowed to openly harass him. They wouldn't be allowed to openly, you know, commit fake news against him. He would just lock them up. So if you think Trump is a dictator, you're sorely mistaken. But the words he used, sorry, I had to take a drink of my coffee here. The words that he used are great American companies are hereby ordered no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's a bad word. It's a bad word, Mr. President. We're a capitalistic system. We're a free market. Our companies are free to do business wherever they see fit. Now, do I agree that China's ripping us off? Of course I do. I mean, I've dealt with it. I, I have developed products over the years where the first thing people tell me, it's amazing. First thing people tell you is, are you going to have that made in China? Because they have slave labor over there. I mean, they have sweatshops. It's amazing to think about what China does. China is a dictatorial company or country. They they are a dictatorship. Their government tells the people what to do. They employ the people. They feed the people. They make them work these horrendous jobs. They make Nikes and these sweatshops and everything else. But the first thing anybody tells you here in America when you want to make a product, are you going to take that to China? Then China manipulates our intellectual property. They steal our patents. They do the things they do. They rip us off. President Trump is not wrong. But I wish he would have said our great American companies need to reassess and maybe look to alternatives other than China. 
including, he says, bringing your companies home and making your products in the USA. I will be responding to China's tariffs this afternoon. This is a great opportunity for the United States. Also, I am ordering, here it is again. See, he he ordered an ordering. So he's 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 telling. So he says, I am ordering all carriers, including FedEx, Amazon, UPS, and the post office to search for and refuse all deliveries of fentanyl from China or wherever else. Fentanyl kills 100,000 Americans a year. President Z said this would stop. It didn't. Our economy, because of our gains in the last two and a half years, it's much larger than that of China. We will keep it that way. See, the ordering part I don't like. You, you, you can't go out as a sitting president of the United States and say, I order, because that's not who we are, okay? And, and I told you on this program that I disagree. There's sometimes I disagree with the president. I, I'm, I'm not a Trump apologist. 75, 80% of what he does, I love Seriously, he's doing a great job. He's going, we need to go after China. There is no doubt in my mind, there's no doubt in the president's mind that China is ripping us off. Do I like the tariffs? Yes. Why? And I've said it before, because we have all the leverage. We are China's biggest customer. We buy a lot of China's junk. It's unfortunate, but we are a very wealthy country, the wealthiest on the planet. So we're never going to have, and I've said this before on this program, and I'll say it again, not an economist here. Didn't go to school for economy, didn't go to school for economics, any of that stuff, stuff, excuse me. But I understand leverage, understand sales, understand negotiation. We are the richest, most wealthy country on the planet in about 250 years. It's amazing. The capitalistic free market system works, right? You have choices in that capitalistic free market plan, right? And it's amazing. So you, first of all, the president cannot order any companies to do anything. He, he doesn't run them. He's not the CEO. He's not the president. He doesn't sit on the board. Um, I'm sure, and I'm going to say this right here now, I'm sure that Donald Trump and Trump, uh, the, the Trump brands, I'm sure they make things in China. I'm sure of it. Everybody does because it's cheaper and you want to make a profit and you got to make that profit to keep the lights on. But I like the tariffs because we have leverage. China is screwing us. China is manipulating their currency. China is a dictator-type system of government. It is. I don't like that. Trump is right. Trump is, is good to protect American assets. What I do not like is Trump telling or ordering American companies to do something. That he has no purview to do. That is outside of his job description. Um, I'm going to give Trump the benefit of the doubt. Because it's the 24-hour rule, okay? I'm not going to get overly upset until tomorrow if he doesn't come out and say, you know, I, I didn't mean to say ordered. I meant to say, if you're a great American company, you ought to look at trying to make your product here. Let's take down China together. Let's get rid of the crony, capitalistic, socialistic, you know, government for all system that is China. Let's do it on our own. And, and I think that's what he means, right? I think that's what the president wanted to say. He just chose his words, not very wisely. I hope that within 24 hours, he will change that tone in that he will correct that statement because I think I know what he means. I think I know what President Trump means. And I don't mean to talk for the president. I just don't like the way he worded what he said. I agree with the sentiment. I agree with the fact that we have to go after China. 
China is stealing our intellectual property. China is manipulating their currency. They're selling us cheap junk. And the thing is, we will never have a 50-50 fair trade advantage with China because we're too, we're too wealthy. We buy too many things from them. It will never be a one-for-one -one situation with China, and that's okay. But if it's a 60-40 or a 70-30, it's better than it is now. So I like what Trump's doing. I don't like how he said it. Yep. So they're talking about it. Uh, just a guy on Twitter says, all right, everyone get the I hereby order tweets out of your system. Let's get it over and be done with it. He, he, he said the wrong words, and no one's happy about it. No one likes it. No, no one agrees with it, but they understand what China's doing. All right, I'm going to move on here because the big news of this morning, outside of Trump telling businesses to, he ordered them to not use China, um, CNN. <laughs> I mean, come on, CNN, can you get any worse? I mean, can see if CNN did not pay, and they pay handsomely, by the way, to be in airports, if they did not pay to have their channel on in the airport, they might not have anybody watching. I mean, that's how terrible this turd of a network is, right? The Clinton News Network, the Communist News Network, whatever you want to call it. CNN announced today it hired ex-FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe as a contributor. Now, <laughs> you're saying, Matt, what? Serious? No, I mean, I'm dead serious here. This is the craziness that we're dealing with in our politics today. So the left had kittens over the fact that Sean Spicer was going to go on Dancing with the Stars, which I could, you know, I don't know if you follow the damn show. I don't. I don't like those reality shows. I could care less. I have better things to do with my time. But if you want to go on Dancing with the Stars, go on Dancing with the Stars. I don't give a crap who you are. I don't care if you're Sean Spicer. I don't care if you're, I don't know, name some liberal. Bette Midler, I don't care. If you want to watch it, go watch it. That's what's great about America. But the left had kittens, right? Oh, Sean Spicer, we're going to boycott ABC. We don't, oh my God, we can't have conservatives on our network. You're like, okay. <laughs> And then the left, of course, threw a fit when Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, you know what, I'm going to be a Fox contributor. Once again, I don't care who Fox hires. I don't like the fact that Fox hired Donna Brazil. I don't like her, but that's their right to do so. That's their business. They can hire whoever the hell they want to hire to bring onto their network. It is none of my business. So if CNN wants to bring on Andrew McCabe, that is none of my business. But I can tell you, it is amazing the hypocrisy of CNN, who tells you that they're a news organization who hires the former FBI deputy director who lied under oath three times. The dude is up for criminal charges for lying under oath. That's called perjury. McCabe was famously fired by the FBI after a Justice Department Inspector General report found he had repeatedly misstated his involvement in a leak to the Wall Street Journal regarding an FBI investigation into the Clinton Foundation. The watchdog office referred the matter to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, which has been investigating one Mr. McCabe. Now, not to be outdone, Andrew is suing. Mr. McCabe is suing the Justice Department and the FBI over his dismissal from the Bureau, claiming that the agencies bowed to political pressure from President Trump. Now, 
you know, in this country, I'm going to say this again, you are innocent until proven guilty, right? You're innocent. Mr. McCabe has the right of innocence until proven guilty. Now, the problem is Mr. McCabe was fired by the FBI for lying at least four times, including three times under oath. In lacks the trustworthiness needed to be taken seriously as a cable news pundit. I want you to think about this. I'm going to tell you this story again. I tell it a lot because I've tried as a radio show host to get on to Fox News, some of these outlets to come on and talk about what's going on in the world. And I had a real good friend of mine, and I consider him a friend to this day, who helped us over at The Blaze. And he always told me, he says, Matt, what are you an expert in? What, what, what is your expertise? Why would these television outlets, why would these media outlets use you? Why would they? What what would they need from you? What would be your specialty? What could you go onto their program and talk about and be an expert of? He always said that to me. He always said that to me. And I would say over the years, I always laugh because you see these guys like Fowler. You see these guys like a Tarloff. Uh, you know, I mean, I asked myself, well, what are they an expert in? Nothing. Liberalism. But now you look at CNN. McCabe, I mean, he would be an expert in the FBI. He is a former deputy director. Now, the problem with this is he does lack. I mean, if you really look at this on the face, does he not lack a trustworthiness? I mean, he has been found to lie under oath at least three times. That's perjury. That is breaking the law. Breaking the law. You know, so when you look at this, you have to say to yourself, does he have credibility? So Joe Concha says, you know what? His credibility is non-existent. He told Anderson Cooper earlier this year, he believed it was possible President Donald Trump is a Russian asset, an outrageous claim for someone of his former stature to make on national television just to promote his book. If Here's, here's the quote that really got me. If applying the Michael Flynn jail sentence standard regarding lying to the FBI, which is what Flynn is accused of doing. McCabe shouldn't be going on to CNN. He should be going to jail. This is truly a disservice to CNN viewers, which will only further plunge the network's credibility into a black hole. It's contra, right? Head over to at real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram parlor is contra, right? I believe he's right. I mean, McCabe brings zero credibility to the table. Zero. You can't sit there and say that the president is an asset of Russia and have no, have no facts to back it up. You were running one of the most corrupt FBI. I mean, you, you corrupted the FBI. It's still corrupt. They still need to clean that damn place up. It smells like a sewer. This guy is corrupt. He lied under oath. They know it. The investigation said so. I mean, at this point, you're not so innocent. You know, they've done research. They've done, you know, the backgrounds. They've, they've, they've done the investigation and found that you lied under oath. But yet CNN is going to go out there and they're going to claim the more high ground. Well, he's an expert at the FBI. Well, he's, you know, CNN. Oh my God, they have turned into a network that is just Trump hating 24 seven. If you hate Trump, if you will spew negativity about Trump, you are welcome at the communist news network. 
<laughs> uh, conservative strategist Chris Barron mocked CNN for ranting about former Trump administrative staffers landing media jobs and then hiring McCabe, who was fired for lying himself. Quote, honestly, you can't make this stuff up. At this point, CNN would be willing to hire Baghdad Bob if he promised to criticize Trump. It's sad to see the once respected outlet reduced to this. CNN was respected at one. I, I kid, but he's not wrong. It's sad. It's sad to see these media outlets hiring these folks that we know are known liars. It says there was a time when journalists were inherently skeptical of intelligence officials, a CNN insider said. Now former spy chiefs and FBI officials find paid gigs with flattering, non-challenging appearances on our network. Such arrangements wouldn't have been imaginable to journalists in the past decade. I mean, this is, this is just crazy. And here you go. CNN hires a known liar to come onto their network to do what? To bash the president in the United States. And like I said, if it weren't for airports, if it weren't for the fact that CNN pays handsomely to have their programs on in the airports, they would have very, very little viewership. Uh, it, it, that's, the th that's the crazy thing. People are catching on. People are catch. excuse me, people are catching on to what MSLSD, CNN, the New York Slimes, the Compost, you see a Huffington Post, Salon, Vox, you name it. They're catching on to the fact that these outlets are driven by their desire to bring the president out. They're driven by the desire to prove Trump wrong. That's what this has turned into, the resistance. It's amazing. The, the left right now, the Democrat Party is rooting for a recession. I mean, I want you to think about that for one second. They're literally rooting for a recession to hit this country. They want this country to fail. They want this country because they believe they have no platform. They've got no message, no vision, nobody that can run against Trump. The market's down about 480 points today, and that's because of the trade the trade war here with China. And then the Fed decided that they're not going to cut interest rates. That's an interesting thing. We're going to get into that probably next week. Um, but it's crazy to watch a party in this country openly root for the downfall of the country they live in. To openly cheer against the very country that has given them everything. It, it's, it, it is one of the most amazing things to watch. All right, guys, we're going to move on here. Um, we're going to get to this overstock story, which is kind of crazy. Um, head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. The link is on my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. So you can head over to my website if you want, and you can hit that link on there. It's at the bottom of the page on the I, on the cell phone app, and it's at the top left corner of my uh, desktop um, website page. So head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Get you some great coffee, for one. But for two, you're going to help with a veteran. Because what the president, what the owner of 
Scars and Stripes Coffee wanted to do is he wanted to give veterans a platform, a mission to go out and be successful after they come back from theater, after they've done their their time with the military, after they've made their sacrifice. He built an e-commerce platform that allows these veterans, and they're only going to hire veterans. This is what's amazing. They're going to have the largest veteran sales force in the country, and they're going to sell great coffee and all the merchandise and everything on scarsandstripes.com. And these guys are 1099 independent contractors who are going to go out there and they're going to make their own way. They're going to do their own business. They're going to sell Scars and Stripes coffee because number one, it's great coffee. But for number two, it's a mission. And these guys, you heard on Monday, I had Zach Brown, who is the military program director of Scars and Stripes on here. And he said, you know, the, these guys are putting, these guys and gals are put into groups, into support groups. So they're given the, the support needed. They're, they're given the tools needed. They get a code and they go out there and they push this coffee and they make a commission. Some of these guys and gals are doing fantastically well. It's a great mission. Head over to Scars and stripescoffee.com. That's S C A R S, scars and stripescoffee.com. You can use Zeus, Z E U S, that's Zach Brown's code. If you want to order some coffee, help that brother out. Or they're coming out with some new stuff where you'll be able to find a veteran near you. So head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com or the matlockshow.com. The link for scars and stripes is up in my banner or down at the bottom of the page on the cell phone app. Hit that link. Order you some great coffee. Do it now. Promote a veteran because, you know, my heart, I love veterans here on this program. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Um, okay, big announcement coming next week. I don't know what day. I'm waiting on some stuff to uh, get done today, Friday. I'm hoping it's done today. I really am. I don't know if it will be because I'd like to tell you on Monday, but there's big news coming next week. Hoping to tell you on Monday, it might be Tuesday or Wednesday. That's the way these things go in this industry. But I'm working on a humongous announcement uh, for the Matlock Show. You're going to have to tune in next week. Tell everybody you know. Make sure you're sharing because you guys have done. I'm going to tell you right now. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for retweeting. Thank you for doing all the things you do for the Matlock Show. The numbers are growing out of this world. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'm just a guy. I'm just like you. I'm just, I just come onto this radio and I try to give you the information that I think you need to battle the left. I try to do it in the, the loudest mouth of the South White. Now, I'm really just dev, so I don't sound loud. I've got my phones turned all the way down, and I got my, my audition jacked all the way up. But everybody says that the volume sounds good now, so I'm not going to touch it. I'm redlining here on audition, but it is what it is. I've been listening to the show over the last couple days. It is fantastic. Oh, by the way, let me give a shout-out. Let me get over here. You guys, um, I want to give a shout-out to my, my uh, demos who are listening because you guys, first of all, are fantastic for listening, but uh, numbers are great. Certainly appreciate that. This is week number two, but the demographics are, it's amazing to me. And I'm, I'm completely just, just blown away by the fact. So my number one demographic, Chicago, Illinois, Chicago. Thank you. Whoever's listening, whoever you guys, gals are up there in Chicago listening, thank you so much. Fort Worth and Dallas are second and third, which is not a surprise because I'm down here in the DFW area. So thank you, Fort Worth and Dallas. We're trying to take the DFW area over. So you got Chicago, Fort Worth, Dallas, and then Indianapolis, Indiana, which once again, whoever you're up there in Indianapolis, whoever you guys are, thank you. 
I'm a former Hoosier. Does not surprise me. There's an Indiana in the top 10. We've got New York, New York, another big demo. Thank you so much. Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you. Brooklyn, New York. Thank you. Dayton, Ohio. Thank you. Aberdeen, Washington, thank you. And, of course, the final in in the top 10, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, thank you. For all those demos, for all the people listening in those locations, thank you for listening to The Matlock Show. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for helping me get the word out because without you, the show would be nothing. And like I said, big announcement. Big, big, big news coming next week. I'm hoping to tell you Monday. It Right now, it's about midday Friday. I have not heard back yet, but I'm working on something that will hopefully finish up today. I hope. We'll keep our fingers crossed, but we'll be able to tell you sometime next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm hoping earlier than later, but I'm just waiting on some stuff to come back, get done, all that stuff, and this is the way this stuff works in radio. So big announcement coming next week. Make sure you're sharing. Make sure you're telling everybody where to go find the Matlock Show. All right. Really odd story here. Really, really odd story here. I was over on Big League Politics. Love Patrick Holly over there, the editor-in-chief. And I'm looking at this story and I'm like, what in the world is going on today? Overstock CEO. You ever used Overstock? I've used Overstock.com. Um, like it, have bought several things from Overstock.com over the years. Um, but the CEO, Patrick Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, I'm, I'm assuming he pronounces that Byrne, he resigned following an affair with the Russian spy, Maria Butina. Now, this story strikes me in a very odd way. First off, here's a CEO of a wildly successful company. He's a billionaire. He's made a boatload of money, right? What in the world would possess this man to come out and tell this story, right? I, you know, I've been around long enough now. I'm going into my sixth year of broadcast radio. And, you know, I, I've got a, a bullshit meter. I mean, let's just call that what it is. You know, I can see it a mile away. And when things don't add up, that little meter goes off. It's like, burr, 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 burr. it's like, whoa, what in the holy heck? Here, let's do this. It's like this. There it is. My meter went off. <laughs> I don't know how long that's going to play, but now it's done. There you go. But my meter went off. Crazy. So I'm thinking to myself, why would a billionaire CEO of Overstock come out in a letter to shareholders that he filed with the Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC, that his continued leadership has become too much of a liability for the company? So he literally went to his board and he said, uh, I'm becoming a liability. I got to step aside. Because he says, quote, my presence may affect and complicate all manner of business relationships, he wrote. Thus, while I believe that I did what was necessary for the good of the country, for the good of the firm, I am in the sad position of having to sever ties with Overstock, both as CEO and as the board member. Now, do you want to hear what the controversy is? This is the wildness of it all. So here's what's going on. In a statement, Mr. Byrne admitted to assisting a government investigators who he refers to as men in black with probes into Russia and Hillary Clinton. Now, does that not, I mean, when, 
I'm sitting here and I'm watching this story unfold last night and this morning, and I'm like, what what is what is going on? This doesn't make sense. So this overstock CEO is telling you and I, this Patrick Byrne, that he is an asset of the government and has been helping the deep state. Sound like something out of a Brad Thor novel? Out of a Jack Carr novel? Out of a Matt Betley novel? Yeah, it does! I mean, the CEO of Overstock? A multi-billionaire CEO selling furniture online is a deep state operative and that he admitted to to assisting government investigators and these men in black with probes into Russia and Hillary Clinton. He also confirmed reports from this is this is why it's really weird because he confirmed reports from Sarah Carter. I know Sarah Carter. She is a great investigative reporter. She is amazing. Carter earlier earlier reported that Byrne had handed over a number of documents, including emails and text messages, to the Department of Justice regarding the origins of the Russian investigation and an FBI operation into Hillary Clinton with which he was personally involved during the first months of, of 16. He turned information over to Sarah Carter. This is crazy loopy, isn't it? I mean, when you look at this on the face, I I mean, I'm blown away. And and I'm going to tell you, if it weren't for Sarah Carter, I would just throw this in the trash bin. I'd be like, that can't be real. This is something out of a suspense novel. This, There's no way the CEO of Overstock is being used by the deep state to help find information on Russia and Clinton. It just sounds weird. But let let, let me tell you again. Carter, Sarah A. Carter, earlier reported that Byrne had handed over a number of documents, including emails and text messages to the DOJ regarding the origins of the Russian investigation and an FBI operation into Hillary Clinton with which he was personally involved during the first months of 16. If that doesn't astound you. (laughs) Byrne goes on. He told Carter that he had an intimate relationship with Maria Butina, who is currently serving a sentence after pleading guilty last year to working as an unregistered foreign agent in the U.S. Byrne said in his August 12th statement, starting in 15, I operating under the belief that I was helping legitimate law enforcement efforts, assisted in what are now known as the Clinton investigation and the Russian investigation. In fact, I am the notorious missing chapter one of the Russian investigation. It was the third time in my life I helped the men in black. The first was when my friend Brian Williams was murdered, and the second was when I helped the MIB, men in black, shake up Wall Street a decade ago. Unfortunately, this third time turned out to be less about law enforcement and more about political espionage conducted against Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and to a lesser degree, Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. He added that he came forward to a congressman and a senior military officer in July of 18 into the Department of Justice this April. He also communicated with a small set of journalists. Quote, Miss Carter was among them. Her two stories are accurate, he wrote. Byrne refers cryptically in his statement to his Omaha rabbi, 
for giving him advice. Carter later reported that Omaha rabbi refers to Berkshire Hathaway's Warren Buffett. On Thursday, Byrne said in his resignation statement that speaking to journalists wasn't his first choice, but I was reminded of the damage done to our nation for three years and felt my duty as a citizen precluded me from staying silent any longer. This is some wacky conspiracy theory type stuff. Crazy stuff that you now are looking I mean, if you would have said this, if you would have brought me this story a couple of years ago, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, you're crazy. There is no way. There, no, there, there's no way this has happened. There's no way that a CEO of a billion-dollar company is anywhere involved in the deep state investigation of any Russian investigation, Trump, Clinton, anything, and that he's having this affair with this spy and it's straight out of a novel, right? Wrong. And I'm going to tell you, knowing that Sarah A. Carter reported on it is all, all the proof I need that it probably exists. That's the crazy thing. That is, it's so crazy. It's believable. But this is the time we now live in. These are the times we are currently living in. I mean, I can't imagine thinking about this in any kind of light and then thinking, wow, that you know, is that something I should believe in? But the way, you know, if you don't believe, I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I'm a, I, you know I'm a conspiracy theory. If you don't believe in the deep state, you're completely wrong. If you don't believe that there is, that there is, that there's a group of people with a lot of money, with a lot of influence calling the shots, trying to upend Donald Trump in our American economy, you're not paying attention because there is. I mean, it is amazing. I'm actually amazed. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm actually amazed that Donald Trump has not been assassinated. He has done so much damage to this cabal, deep state, one world government type deal. I'm actually amazed that someone has not tried to take him out. And maybe they have. I've heard stories of some stuff going on with the president. I'm like, what? Wait, who? Where? And I can't tell you all of them because I have I have sources that tell me this stuff. So I can't give away all the all the goodies. But Trump is causing chaos. I mean, he has literally thrown a wrench into the system in Washington, D.C. And now you see stories of overstock CEO coming out saying, well, you know, I was helping the men in black. Was it Will Smith and uh, what's his Jones? What's his first name? Uh, uh, Jones. I can't think of his first name anywhere. It's not George Jones. That's the singer. But, uh, you know, is it something out of a television show? No. And it's amazing to watch as these people of influence are being brought to the forefront. Now, I'll tell you what I find odd out of all of this. So uh, David Koch died. The Koch brothers, Charles and David. David Koch died today at 79 years of age. And I only say that, you know, I don't mean to cause any con controversy or conspiracy theory, but, you know, people are starting to die that are big-time names, 
because there's a lot of names in this little black book of Jeffrey Epstein's. Now, I was reading the article this morning about David Cook or Coke or however you say his last name, the Coke brothers, David Coke. Um, he had like some kind of cancer for the last 27 years. So all of a sudden, he just one day, it finally 27 years later, got him. Or was there something else going on? And now, you know, I don't want anybody to die. He was 79. I was talking about this yesterday. The average lifespan for a man in the United States is about 79 years of age. So he lived the average length of time a normal man lives. So it's not unusual to see a 79-year-old man die. It's just unusual to see him pass away in the events and the time and all the stuff that is currently going on in our country today with Epstein and a black book and all this pedophilia and the crap and all the stuff from the IG and everything's coming down because the Koch brothers are actively never Trump. They're doing everything they can to try to get Trump out of there. So I just found that very interesting that he died yesterday at 79. David Koch uh, of the Koch brothers. Guy was worth $59 billion. Can you imagine that? $59 billion. That's a, that's a crazy lot of money. All right, guys, head over to combatflipflops.com. Hey, I got my zero rise flop raiders yesterday. Love them. So they've come out with this. I've, I had the flop raider coyotes. They got a really thick sole on them. They're really cushy. I mean, they're really well made. I love it because when I put those flip-flops on, and I wear flip-flops about 90, 95% of the time, they really cushion my feet. They wear really well. I love the way they feel. So I had the regular Flopperator Coyotes. Now I've got the Zero Rise. And, and what they've done, the Zero Rise is a, it's not as of tall of a heel. So it's flat. So it's supposed to be better for your back. I'll tell you, once again, very well-constructed flip-flops, uh, quality They've got the bad for running, worse for fighting logo. They got the little patches on them that you can take off with Velcro. They're amazing. I mean, you can get the AK-47s. You can get the Flopperators. There's all kinds of different flip-flops you can buy over at CombatFlipFlops.com. You can buy shoes. You can buy merchandise. You can buy jewelry. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, 2-5, and get 25% off your purchase like I did. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK, 2-5 and get your 25% discount today. CombatFlipFlops.com. Do it now. If you like flip-flops, which I do, CombatFlipFlops.com. Use Lock25. Um, all right. Some odds and ends. It is the Friday Roundup. So as you know, this is a fast pace. We hit on everything that I did not get to during the week. Um, I, did you know Republicans nearly tripled Democrats in July National Committee fundraising? I mean, you don't see stories like this every day, and, and, and the media isn't out there pushing it. Last month, according to documents filed uh, with the Federal Election Commission, the RNC raised $20.8 million and has zero debt. That's amazing, by the way. That is a good steward of your money. So in July, this is August, in July, the RNC raised $20.8 million and has zero, zero debt. Zero. Let me say that again. Not a zero zilch. Nothing. Zero debt. For a cycle to date, they brought in a total of $117.9 million for the GOP so far through about seven months. That's crazy. So if you figure that, they're going to bring in somewhere in the neighborhood of 220 to $240 million in a 12-month cycle. And it'll probably only ramp up as we get into next year, which is 2020. Now, in contrast, the DNC, Documents filed with the FEC show the Democrats pulled in just $7.7 .7 million. 
I want you to think about that for a second. The RNC, Republican National Committee, 20.8 million. The Democrats, 7.7. Now, who's fired up? Who's ready to go? Because the mainstream media will tell you they hate Trump. They hate the Republican Party. He's got no chance to win. All these Democrats are going to beat him in every single poll in every state you see, right? But yet, the DNC, the Democrat National Committee, can only pull in 7.7 million, which is a little more than a third of the RNC total. You want to hear the craziest thing? The DNC also has $5.6 million in debt. So really, all they pulled in was $2.1 million. They pulled in 7.7, but when you got 5.6 million in debt, you really didn't pull in 7.7 million dollars. You pulled in 2.1 after you pay your bills. Isn't that crazy? So from 20.8 with no with no debt to 2.1 million, and the DNC has only only collected so far 51.6 million to, to to this year to 2019. 51.6 to 117.9. I mean, the uh, it, it, I'm sorry. Money talks and the BS walks. That's the, that's the saying. People who put their money down on their candidate, that tells you who they're going to vote for. I'm sorry. That's better than any poll you will ever see in the fake main, mainstream media. Money talks. Money always talks. The DNC fundraiser, I want to say an RNC spokesperson said in an email that this was the best July in an off year in GOP history. In July, quote, the RNC continued to see record enthusiasm for President Trump's agenda, said Chairwoman Rona McDaniel, in leading the charge. Since 18, major donors have increased from 33% to 45% of total fundraising. This past month was our best off-cycle July in party history. The DNC's fundraising picture is so bad, in fact, that the Democrats are now turning to two controversial places for fundraising help. Failed 2016 presidential nominee and former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton and American expatriates in Mexico. On Tuesday, Political Playbook reported that Clinton is hosting a big dollar fundraiser for the DNC at her D.C. Mansion. The October 16th event is billed as dinner and conversation at the home of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Tickets available at $15,000, and $50,000 levels. Also on Tuesday of this week, Bloomberg reported that the D Democrat National Committee Chairman Tom Perez is headed to Mexico to fundraise for the party. To Mexico? I didn't think you could take foreign money in an election. Democrat National Committee Chairman Tony Tom Perez plans to hold party fundraising events with the American expatriate community in Mexico City next month. Bloomberg, Sahil Kapar, and Eric Martin wrote, Perez will participate in three events in the Mexican capital on September 28th, according to invitations obtained by Bloomberg News. The events range from happy hour drinks with a $25 minimum entry to a dinner where tickets range from $1,000 to $15,000. Fund, fund, fundraising in a foreign country is a remarkable step for the leader of the Democrat Party, given that federal law does not allow foreigners to contribute to American political campaigns. See, that's what I'm saying. You've got the Democrat Party heading to Mexico trying to, you know, pass the hat. 
Now, if you don't think for a second, and I'm going to say this one more time, just so you understand this, money talks, always has. You know, the left wants to sit there and the, and the mainstream media wants to bombard you with this fake news that Trump is failing, that, you know, enthusiasm is down, that people don't like what he's doing. It's BS. It's absolute BS. And we're just talking, this is just money raised by the parties. This isn't the money raised by Trump himself. The enthusiasm on the right is very, very high. People love what President Trump is doing. Hell, 90% of Republicans love him. Now, I talked yesterday, of course, about Joe Walsh, never Trump or Rhino, don't know what this guy's problem is. He may be primarying Trump. He'll get his ass handed to him. Uh, he's got Bill Kristol in behind him of the failed, um, what was it, the Weekly Standard? Oh, that's that. I'll tell you what, that's some good coffee right there. Um, it is Scars and Stripes. Anyway. Joe Walsh is, I mean, he would be, he'll probably will try to primary Trump. It's a good, I mean, it's a, any time, I, I hate to say this, but any publicity is good publicity. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, P.T. Barnum said it best. Just spell my name right. You know, anytime you can get your name in the news, anytime you can get out in front of an audience, you're going to collect because there's going to be people who think the way you think. There just are. I mean, that's what I'm looking at. You know, big announcement coming next week. Um, need to market. I need to market me. That is the one thing at, at, at Mojo we did a very bad job of. We, we did not market the platform. And, and, and so marketing is a big deal. And like I'm saying, you got Joe Walsh. Even bad marketing is good marketing. Because there are going to be people that tune in one way or another because there's always two sides of a debate. There are never Trumpers out there. They're, I, I don't think they're prevalent. I don't think there's I don't think there's as many as the mainstream media tries to make you believe there are, but they're out there. I mean, there's an audience for Joe Walsh. He'll he'll collect people to follow him because he's went to the cocktail liberal side, the Cadillac limousine liberals there in 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 Washington. You know, he wants to be in those cocktail parties. He wants to roll around in those circles. He was a former congressman. He knows the money. He knows the power. He knows the influence that is Washington, D.C. And he will get marketing. He will get press. Will he primary Trump? Who the hell knows? But I will tell you one thing. Here's a poll. 63% of voters expect a Trump victory in 2020. I want you to think about that number for a second, because what are we told? The mainstream media keeps spoon feeding us this garbage that we're told that no one likes Trump, that no one wants to vote for him, that he's losing suburban women, that he, he he's falling in the polls, his job approval, blah, 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 da, da, da. As President Donald Trump's approval rating remains stable, an increasing amount of voters say he is somewhat likely to be reelected as president, according to a survey. This is from Rasmussen. The latest 2020 poll revealed that 63% of American voters believe President Trump will serve a second term in the White House, which is up 17% from February. See, people aren't, I, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in the polls. Because you can get a poll to say pretty much anything you want it to say. That's really the problem with polls. They, they, they say whatever you want them to say. I mean, if you ask the right questions, if you approach the right people, if you take the right sample, you're going to get your message out there, right? 
So it's up 17% since February. It says, quote, the president's job approval rating has almost remained stable throughout the year. Rasmussen stated in a daily memo, despite that stability, the number who believe it's likely the president will be reelected has grown every month of this year. He added in August, 63% say President Trump is at least somewhat likely to be reelected up from 46% in February. In a separate memo from earlier this month, Rasmussen noted 63% of voters nationwide now believe it is at least somewhat likely President Trump will be successful in next year's campaign. That's up from 60% in July, 57% in May, 54% in April, and 50% in March. Rasmussen's daily memo also showed 76 percent of Republicans are now opposed to impeaching Trump, while 73% of Democrats are in favor of it. Isn't that amazing? Now, this national survey of 1,000 registered voters was conducted August 18th through the 19th by Rasmussen.com and Harris X, a polling company specializing in online surveys. Results from that full sample have about a 3% margin of error with 95% confidence. That's a big deal. That is a big number. Um, do I believe Trump's going to, you know, here's the thing. You've listened to the Matlock show long enough. You've listened to me on the cartel. You know where my heart is. I believe that Trump has done a, 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 a fantastic job of making the left own its socialistic progressive views. He has hung the squad around Nancy Pelosi's neck, and they've become an albatross to the Democrat Party. Now, on top of all of that, you have a very weak Democrat field of candidates running for president. And I'm sorry, they are. I mean, these people are a weak lot of candidates. They're socialistic, progressive, you know, the pie in the sky. We're going to give you everything free, but can't tell you how they're going to pay for it. They are, and it's the Me Too politics of 2020. I'm telling you, if you have, or if you're a man, you don't stand a chance. And you got poor Joe Biden out there. I mean, poor Joe Biden looks like a fish out of water, doesn't he? I mean, yesterday, out of all things yesterday, I heard part of that speech. A long friend of a time friend of a friend of a friend of a, the dude can't even speak. He has trouble putting together three sentences. This dude looks old. He looks tired. He looks weak. He looks ineffective. It, it, it is, I hope, I'm going to tell you today, I seriously hope that the Democrat Party nominates Joe Biden. God, would that be an absolute night and day difference from Trump to Biden? Trump would run circles around that lackluster, no, no energy, Joe Biden. I mean, could you imagine what that would look like? Trump looks like Sonic the Hedgehog compared to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's got to go take a nap. It's Hillary Clinton 2.0 all over again. Can't remember what she's saying. Needs a nap, needs fluids, you know, passing out on 9-11, being thrown into her damn van, could barely get out on the campaign trail. And on top of all that, she was heavy in the sauce. Uh, if, if this, you know, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm overjoyed that this is the best that the Democrat Party can come up with. 
And, you know, when you look at CNN, who is hiring Andrew McCabe, who is a known liar under oath, it just tells you where the Democrat Party is, doesn't it? Doesn't it just give you an insight to where the Democrats really are? They have, it's amazing. They have zero platform to run on. And, you know, people be like, oh, they got a platform. They want to book. Yeah, they want to give you everything free. Free college, free health care, free this, free that, free this. Give me this, give me that. I'll take care of you there, blah, blah, blah. And then you ask, well, guys, hey, hey, guys and gals, you know, you're going to give me all this free stuff. Who's going to pay for it? Oh, don't you mind. Don't you mind who's going to pay for it. We'll get the evil, greedy 1% to do it. What? There isn't enough money in this country for the evil, greedy 1% to take care of you. It's amazing. And of course, what does the left do? They demonize wealth. They demonize success. They demonize hard work. They want you on the government dole. And what are they all out there doing right now? They are hoping and they are praying that this economy gets hit with a recession before the 2020 election because they know deep down in their hearts in these cocktail parties that take place in Washington, D.C., when they're talking to these donors and these big money people, they know deep down inside they don't have a snowball's chance in hell of beating President Trump. They know it. They're all going through the motions. And they're all out there trying to figure out what the best tactic is to assault or to take down Trump. And the only thing they've come up with, the only thing they know to do is to try and get you to believe that you were wrong for voting for Donald Trump. They need you to believe their BS. They need you to feel like you made the wrong decision, that you made a misstep, that you should have never voted for Trump because he was the wrong man. The only way they can beat him is by getting you not to vote or to crash the economy. What does that say about the Democrat Party today? I mean, I want you to seriously think about that. When that's the, they, they, they can't policy, they want to raise your taxes. They have to raise your taxes. The only way they're going to pay for all this free stuff is by taxing you to the moon. There's no money tree growing out behind the the White House. They have to tax you. They they don't like the tax cuts. They say it's for the evil, greedy rich, so they're going to tax you. They're going to take a, they want more regulation. They don't want less government. They want more. They want government to be in your life. They want the government to tell you how many ounces of soda you can buy. They want the government to tell you what you can purchase, what you can't, what you can do, what you can't, what kind of health care you can have and what you can't. You can't keep your doctor. You don't get to keep your plan. You, 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 it, it's all going to be decided by them, the kingmakers. And then they all, to end the program here, because I got about 90 seconds, and then all of this stuff comes back around and they say, well, Donald Trump's a dictator. I want you to think about that statement for a second. Do I like the way I started the program today? Do I like the way that he said that tweet? No, Donald Trump is not a dictator. But the Democratic Party wants to dictate to you. They want to dictate to you what health care you can have. They want to dictate to you what college you can go to. They want to dictate to you what you can eat, what you can do, you know, what taxes you pay. They want to be dictators. They want to rule your life in every aspect of it. And the only clear, only clear decision for president in 2020 is, is President Trump. 
if you want to keep America moving on the path, if you want to continue to to see the greatness that is America, you have got to vote for them for him. I mean, he's right. What other choice do you have? I mean, do you like his Twitter? Maybe not. Do you like the way he says things? Maybe not. But in the end, the results speak volumes. Trump loves this country. He loves our veterans. He loves everything about what is great with the free market. It's it's the only conscience, conscious choice we have in this country is to reelect President Trump. That's it, guys, for today. I mean, that is it for Friday. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Big announcement. Big announcement coming next week. You're going to have to make sure to tune in. You're going to have to make sure to pay attention. I don't know if it'll be Monday. I don't know if it'll be Tuesday or Wednesday. I got to get this stuff done. I'm hoping to get it done today, but you got to tune in next week. Big announcements coming on the the Matlock Show. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Find me on my social media. Go to Scars and Stripes. Go to Combat Flip Flops. Go to Verb Forever. Get out there and buy those products. Hey, that's it for today. The Matlock Show is... Out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.